What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the digital meet and greet. And uh, just hold tight for a second. All right. I'm going to hit you with this song from Samueli Leon, Suavemente, and then we'll bring everybody on. So hold on. Samuel E. Leon When I was praying Easy music Sitting on my throne Resurrect and say
All right. Yo, yo, what up, Jay? Yeah. What's going on, brother? Uh, just just doing a show. You know how we do. No doubt. That's the line. That was the punch line that I was waiting on, man. Uh, what a great, what a great, what a great digital meet and greet we got on deck tonight, man. You're talking about a special treat and a brother that we got to meet um, at our Blacktopia event, Soulful Saturdays, man. Man, this is a treat tonight, man. Just the fact that we got this brother um, coming on the show tonight, man, that, that within itself makes the digital meet and greet really, really special tonight. On top of the fact that you got my man, some guy named Jay and JT live and in color tonight. For sure. Oh yes, true indeed, true indeed. Yes, I'm ready to do this. All right, let's uh, let's go on ahead and bring uh, our guest Elijah Irvy on right now. Elijah, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? How you doing, little brother? Hey, what's going on, JC? Yeah, the thing is, we're doing well. That's a blessing to hear. Yes. All right, well, uh, I'm going to pass the mic to JT. He got some questions for you. And then after that, we're going to take uh, questions from the listeners. If you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that, just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and then press 1. If you're streaming from your phone already, that means you've already dialed the number. So just press 1 and we'll bring you on. You can talk to Elijah Irvy and, and us, you know. Sounds good. Man, I'm going to tell you, first of all, first of all, welcome to the digital meet and greet. Mr. Elijah Irvin, man, what a, a honor and a pleasure it is to have you on our platform tonight. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, y'all giving me the invite, and it definitely means a lot. No doubt, man. So first first question off the gate, man, I just want you to, to introduce yourself officially to our digital meet and greet audience. Tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into this interview. All right, well. Greetings to everyone. My name is Elijah Ivory. I'm from Warner Robins, Georgia. I'm currently uh, in North Virginia right now. I've been here for about 10 years, and for myself, I'm somebody that I try to look at the bigger picture in life. I'm all about seeing other people do well alongside myself because the only way to help the next generation is to be able to show them by example, you know, through your failures and your successes. So that's what I'm all about. Man, that's, man, you already started off the interview, man, with wisdom and gems without question. So let's talk a little bit about how you got started. What, what, Where did that passion and that and creative energy to really want to put your thoughts in, in, in uh, what, you know, in the atmosphere? What, what first motivated you? Where did it all come from? Well, for myself, you know, growing up, 
in, in Central Georgia, I've, I was always around people who had gifts and talents. And for myself, it, it took me a while to really understand what my purpose was. So I tried different things, and I realized that for myself, when you try to go after somebody else's dreams, and you don't, and you're and that's not your calling, you're gonna you know fail, and then you're gonna be mad at you know other people like okay, well, how come you know this is not working out for me? I should be able to do this, and you won't be able to do everything great like somebody else will. But you, that's why you try different things to figure out what works best for you. And for myself. Writing has always been a passion and a gift for me. And along with other things, as you see with the dancing and the directing and, and other, you know, videography type of things, those came later on in life, just over time, me becoming more creative. And, and I, I will say this, you have to be able to be comfortable in your own skin. You may put something out that people may not like, but for yourself, if it makes you feel good and you can understand it, there's billions of people in this world and there's other people who will also be able to possibly gravitate to it. So my my main folks thing I realize in life is just to be able to be vulnerable and also understand that you can do great things despite, you know, trying to seek validation with some people may do nowadays. So dope, man. Wow. So let's get into it, man. The Mind of Ivory, fourth installment. Talk a little bit about where you come from in creating this, this mind of ivory and then also explain this particular um, quote, stay rich in mind so you don't make poor decisions. Talk a little bit about that. Okay. Well, uh, I'll first talk about the quote to stay rich in mind so you don't make poor decisions. So for myself, last year I had a, an epiphany, and I just, just thought about, okay, what am I doing right now? I have three books out. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at in life. I'm a veteran. But, um, I, and, and, and for myself, I, I tried to realize, you know, what would be, like, how can I really get a better understanding of, of, of who I am? And for that, I started just doing some deep dive, and I started to look at who I am. Because for myself, I used to kind of point the finger at other people like, well, if it wasn't for this person or that person or this situation, then I could be in a better position. But I have to be able to understand that whatever I did myself, you know, I have to be able to, fix that issue because that issue is going to follow me everywhere I go. So that's where that came in with stay rich in mind so you're going to make poor decisions because no matter what you're doing, whether you're somebody that likes to, to bet a lot, somebody that, um, you know, willing to do something because you can't make ends meet, so now you're going to go out and do something that you're going to risk time in jail, et cetera, et cetera. So for myself, it's like any, any aspect of what you do, whatever decision you make, make sure you, you know, stay rich in mind, make sure you're, you're, you're focused, make sure you feel like it's something that, you can say, okay, I can agree with, because if not, and you go ahead and do this decision, you're looking back at it like, wow, like I could have really went a whole totally different direction, but I just chose to do that. So that's what that quote. Yeah, is. man, that that's dope, man. Just uh, where that came from. Yeah, yeah, where that came from is definitely um, dope. So I didn't know you you're a veteran, man. Talk a little bit about that. What, what was um, what was that like? Yeah, so I'm, I'm a veteran Navy. I did five years. I was uh, stationed in Williamsburg, Virginia. And just I'll just give you, you know, the backstory on that. Um, I never flew on an airplane. So once it was time for me to leave to go to Chicago where we did our basic training at, that was my first time ever going on a flight. So I went from, you know, uh, the Atlanta airport, uh, Hartsfield International Airport to O'Hare. And 
the whole time I'm like, oh, man, I'm not going to get comfortable with this. And, you know, in hindsight, that was something that a fear I got over, just being able to have faith in whatever, whether you own the ground or in the air, maintain your faith and understand it. Unless it's your time to go, you're still going to be here and make the most of the opportunities. And uh, I met some great people while I was in the military, uh, friends till this day, people I consider family. And I traveled the world. I went to Guam about three times. I went to Korea, uh, Antarctica. So I really got to see different lifestyles and understand that my viewpoint in America as versus when I went to other places is like, okay, wow, the media can set a precedent. But actually when you go there, you get around the people, you can see there may be some differences or, or, or some holes in, in certain arguments people have because they don't know. So it really helped broaden my horizon as far as understanding people outside my comfort zone. First, man, thank you for your service. Thank you for that. Um, your that. sacrifice oh, yeah. and your, your, your dedication, man, that's really dope. I want to um, – I had to get that off, man. <clears throat> that was important to bring it to the forefront. Entry 15, I read one of the realest um, things that I've seen in the book, and I want to get your feedback on this. Uh, breakthrough, and there was a, there was a line in there that really caught my attention. It says, "Being honest, this and this is life, and it's not written to have a happy ending on earth." Talk a little bit about where that came from when you when when you put that down on paper. So when I wrote that, I was just thinking about having expectations. You know, for myself personally, I can have big dreams. I can you know, work as hard as I can to put myself into a position to win, but it's not guaranteed for me to meet my, you know, meet my dreams or, or, or certain expectations because everybody has different time clocks, internal clocks on this earth. So whatever I'm able to do, you know, that's why, and that's where the whole stay rich in mind for you to make poor decisions come in because sometimes you can wither away your opportunity to do certain things. And for that, for that exact line, you know, I want people to really get an understanding that, hey, you you're not promised to have kids. You're not promised to even make it, you know, out of the womb. But it's a blessing when you do. It's a blessing to wake up each day, you know, so, so be able to cherish that. But also understand, too, with the sun, you know what I'm saying, it will be dark days, you know, and like rain as well. So that just just understanding the, the nuances of, of the duality in life. Dope, dope. Let me go to another entry that, that definitely caught my attention. That would be entry 57, where we talk about accountability, and it goes like this. All fathers plant the seed, but some do not harvest their crops or invest time to take care of them. Mothers make sure you don't carry the love for months. Only dissipate the compassion for the new soul that's arrived. Talk about that one, man. That was a deep one. It hit me differently when I when I read it, and I read it a couple of times. And it's got a couple yeah. of different meanings. But uh, talk with where you was at when you was coming from for that one. Yeah. So with that one, you know, and, and if people kind of read through my books or certain posts, when it comes with you know uh, male and female, I try to be balanced. I don't try to just put things I would say if women do this or men should do that. I just try to give my honest opinion on how I look at things. And also from when I was a child to seeing other kids with their parents. And what I realized is, is that you have parents out here today who they will do anything. They will give their last 
to make sure they kids have every and everything they need, you know. But also understand too, you have those parents who they appreciate their kid because it comes with a check. They appreciate that kid because they can live their dream through that child. And I wanted to bring that to people's attention because you don't know what some of these kids go through, why they commit these certain actions, which if you commit something wrong, you, you, you deserve whatever the consequences come with that. But also, too, having accountable parents that are not going to have you just teachers and the media raise your kids. You, you brought them into this world by a certain action, and from that point on, and so they get of age and understanding, you should still be there in their life and not just taking a picture with it or, or it's a certain, you know, time of the year. It's Easter, so, yeah, let's all dress up in our Easter clothes and, you know, take this grand family picture like it's all good when it's not because everything looks good in front of the camera than behind the scenes what's really going on. That's real talk, man. That's real talk, real experiences right there. Let me ask you this. What is something else that you may have have witnessed as a kid and as an adult, as a grown man, you you able to see it full circle. What's a lesson that you've seen as a kid and it comes full circle when you became a man? I think a lesson for me would be just being able to just listen and have respect. You know, when when a scenario happens and your parents tell you, hey, you don't need to do that again. You don't need to hang out with this person. You don't need to uh, put yourself in harm's way uh, doing whatever it is that you think you're just having fun because you don't know what else may come out of that. And for me, my biggest lesson as growing up was just having respect for my elders and also understanding that people that have been on this earth longer, they're able to see things, whether they're in a, in a great position or not, you know, not judging for, oh, well, how come you this age and you ain't got this, you ain't got that, and this other person has it. Because the person that may not have as much may have their most, and the person that may have the most may not have it, and it could be vice versa. So that's one thing, one big lesson I learned in life growing up, just to respect your elders and understand that, you know, life is about the other people being able to see things that you can't see, and that's what helped kind of broaden me today. Man, you hit the nail on the head with that one. That 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 leads right into my next question for you. What do you think is the biggest thing that is different in our culture today as opposed to when you was coming up? I would say uh, today, in today's time frame, versus when I was coming up in the, you know, the '90s. I feel like just the structure. I, you know, I understand that. You know, you still had kids having kids, as the cliche would say. But I just feel now there's the, the structure has been almost totally dismantled. You know, you, you have certain politics in place to where they don't really want the parents that want to chastise their kids, not meaning deep, but just correct them and, and lead them the right way. They rather have, you know, entertainment be, be, their, be their, their liaison, you know what I'm saying, be the guy for everything. And I, I just feel like the, just the structure right now is just, it, it's to a point where kids don't have respect. And then you have, you know, newer parents now who may feel like, okay, well, my parents, you know, they treated me like this. So now I'm, I'm going to just put this back into the, to the universe. And, I just, and another thing I'm, I'm looking at too is just, it's just so many, so much miscommunication and just, and just lies. I feel like nowadays, where people just say anything and just people just go for it because for the validation. Validation is 
a huge venom in society. People willing to risk their lives, willing to risk, you know, uh, relationships just to be validated, whether for fame or just a, a, a chunk of change or whatever. So I feel like validation, respect, um, and appreciation of life is three cornerstones that, I mean, are almost, you don't even see them no more. True indeed. Let me ask you this. In your opinion, why are we why are we as a culture so easy to turn on one another instead of uplift one another and be able to grow as a people? I feel that comes by not being economically sound. When you feel like you have to quote unquote tap dance, you know what I'm saying, to get ahead, you you're willing to sell your morals out. So if you feel like another community has something that you feel like you want a piece of and you can't really see in your own community and you're not willing to put the effort in because we have those in our community who are not willing to put the extra legwork in to help the next person out or even help themselves out. They'd rather depend on the system. You know, they feel like the system is the best way. And then when you have people like, you know, yourselves who are willing to have a show like this or willing to promote other people, they're like, oh, I don't, why are you doing all this and that? Why are you trying to be so, you know, like acting like you're better than, yeah, I, I do want to be better. I want to be better than the person I was yesterday and then the day on and day on. And I think we have this ego thing also in our community where it's like, well, my pride won't let me listen to you. Yeah. Right, man. Um, in your opinion, in your opinion, even though physically slavery is not seen, is it true that slavery still um, exists in the mind and the mentality in some people in the culture? Oh, yes, it does. You people, you hey, have you, people that are. Elijah, actually, I, I apologize. Hold that thought. I want to say that uh, you could, never mind the sound effects, man. If you're making a point, keep going. we just basically, you know, giving you flowers and, and, and rooting for you. You know what I mean? Oh. So uh, don't let okay, it throw you off. So, so if you want to. Yeah, so you you know definitely elaborate on any point you want to make. Uh, so yeah, don't oh. let the don't let the sound effects throw you off. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. All right, definitely. Okay. All right. Now, uh, yeah, yeah. So back with, back with the question one more time. Yeah, the mentality of physical slavery not being um, seen, but the mentality that we're enslaved in our minds mentally. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I do feel like we we have those in our in our community that are enslaved in the mind and enslaved by the music. You know, the music is a poison in the air. You know, it, you can you can call on certain energies, certain demons to get inside of you. And now you have kids. Now you have just people of all ages doing certain things because they have this uncontrolled urge to spirit is leading them, not themselves. You know, spirits that have been attached onto other people who are doing these felonious, you know, crimes. You know, such such a also, I feel like when it comes to money, in our community, when we see somebody shine, we like, I got to have that. And you, some people don't even look at it as inspiration. They may see it as, you know what, I, I got to have it, but I need it from this person. I need to take away their light. I need to take away their shine. And that's what hurts us a lot. We wouldn't to just easily take away from the next person, but then you're gentle with somebody else outside of our community. And that's one thing I don't understand, you know, why we can't have the love and camaraderie with each other. You know, it does, it's, there's so much in this world where 
we don't have to get the crumbs of the earth. We can have a, a, a big piece of, of, of the pie if we're willing to work hard for it and network with yes, each other yes. and appreciate each other for what it is. So that's, that's just how I feel on that. Interesting because it takes me to entry 34. When we talk about feelings, and I, and I quote you as saying, when you feel out of touch, get closer to the things that make your soul feel the, feel vibrant. That goes along with what you were just saying. And why is it that it's, it's, it's hard once you are out of touch to kind of reel yourself back in? What is it that's keeping us from being more united as people and rooting for each other? And it seems like it's so quick for people to be envious and and, and be in awe when we have those opportunities are out there for us to excel in different ways. Why is it Why is it tough for us to see past that and be so quick to turn a blind eye and be like, oh, okay, I can't root for you even though I see you ascending and, and, and it would make sense to encourage and uplift, but we, you know, some people turn the blind eye. Why is it so easily said than done? I feel like when it comes to that, you know, you can look at it in the aspect of a relationship. You're in a relationship. You know, say you're a person that you work out, you, you like to know about history, you're into politics, you're into different things. The person you with may be into maybe one of those things, but what they're, under, what they're also noticing too is you're trying to better yourself. And if they're okay with just being complacent, just, you know, going along with whatever floats they vote, they're going to start looking at you as the problem because why are you trying to do so much? Like, you don't have time for me, you don't have time for this. Let me say this right now. Don't let anybody you with, family members, friends, whatever, coworkers, stop you from whatever it is you're trying to achieve because that will hold you back. Okay, well, you know, they said I shouldn't do this, so I'm not going to do it. No, you keep fighting. And I feel like in our community, we feel like, okay, well, if he does better, that means I have to get up, you know, and do better myself. And, and what's wrong with wanting to better yourself? You know, but we have this ego thing where until somebody famous says, or somebody you listen to music-wise or a politician says, oh, you know, they said you got to get out here and do this. You know, uh, hey, he, uh, you know, this rapper just said this. You know, this singer just said this. And all of a sudden now they're willing to walk miles and miles to petition for something. But then something that you brought to their attention two years ago, they didn't want to hear nothing about it because it's coming from you. So that ego and pride thing in our community, it really just has to, we have to dissipate that, you know, and, and just be able to be real with one another. And like I said, appreciate each other for what it is. Because, I mean, in this life, you're not guaranteed to see this person tomorrow. So all the love and, and, and care that this person wants to give to you and, and, and give you encouragement and, and share that with you, and you just want to push that away because it's not the person that you want to be validated by, that can hurt you in the long run. Man, so true, so true. And that leads me to my last question in this segment. I was reading Entry 45, and, and it definitely hit me different because I understand where you was coming from. So I'm going to let you talk about the impact and the inspiration uh, that you felt from your grandmother. Oh, you know, my grandmother, for me, she was a matriarch she, she mat- for our family. And what I really appreciate about her the most was she always had a vibrant energy about her. You know, people when people were around her, no matter – how your day was going, when you was around her, you were going to feel better. You know, whether she was going to cook up a meal that made you feel good on the inside or she just made your, your soul feel better because she she was able to encourage you in ways that many people, other people probably couldn't do. And and I, I feel like with, with my grandmother, she had humility. 
she was willing to have people around her who some people on the outside looking in would say, why is she around her? Oh, oh no, why around, around this person? But she was just willing to be understanding of people. And I feel like that's something that I took after her. And, you know, everybody that's ever met her, I've been around her, that's something they always remember. She always had a smile. She was always encouraging. She was always just full of life. And that, I feel like, is something that I try to carry on for myself. I'm going to tell you what, nothing, nothing, nothing like your grandmother. Uh, mamas are special, but grandmothers are gems are uh, of a whole nother uh, level. Uh, what a way to end that, that segment, man. What, what wisdom. I'm going to kick it to my man, some guy named Jay, and see why we're looking on the phone line. All right. All right. We're going to open up the phone lines. I know a lot of y'all are streaming right now. Uh, but I know you're like, I just want to listen, but no, no, no. It's an interactive show, like I say every week. So, uh, so you know, definitely uh, talk to the guests, talk to us. We got Elijah on the on the line with us, you know, and he's uh, talked about his books, gave us some gems. So definitely, if you have anything you want to ask him, anything you want to say to him, or hey, even if you want to call in and say, hey, great show, you know, we allow that too. If you're streaming from your phone, or excuse me, if you're streaming from your phone, all you got to do is just press 1, and we'll bring you on. If you're streaming from an app, or a third-party website, or a link, or anything like that, give us a call at 929-477-3872, and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. All right? 929-477-3872. Three eight seven two, and then press one, and we'll bring you on. Yeah. Um. Well, let's uh let's let's shift some gears for a second. Uh, Elijah, I want to ask you. Uh, and I, I pardon me for messing up the name. I I, I think I got dyslexic with good. the letters. Good. I switched the I the V and the R. I was like, wait a minute. Uh, damn. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh. It's, it's all good. We all make mistakes. Um, yeah, don't don't let me call you that. Don't let me call you at your name. <laughs> hey, no, my no, brother Jay. You, 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 no, no, you, no, you come closer than a lot of people. Some people, they call me Isaiah, so they already start off wrong from the first name, so you good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least I have it's the same letters in the name. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. definitely. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, now, I want to ask you, uh, tell us about your experience at... Blacktopia Soulful Saturday. You know, you came all the way from Virginia to kick it with the Blacktopians in the area. So uh, how was your experience? How would you like that? I just want to say this. You know, even before going down, I had got my ticket probably maybe a couple weeks in advance. And I just want to tell our listeners this, you know, those that may call in or may just listen to this live, um, I just want to let everybody know this. Never put a limit on your on your drive to success, you know. For myself, I didn't. I had no issues, you know, driving down there or however my means of transportation was to get down there. I wanted to be around positive people, people that I felt like we had something in common. Because you can be around family, friends, coworkers, and you know, y'all may have certain things in common. But when it's something that you're creative about, something you're really passionate about, some people may can't. Some people may have a hard time seeing that vision. And when I got there and I got around everybody, you know, some guy named Jay, JT. Uh, 
Tammy Thomas, you know, people that have been supporting me even before I met them. I got down there. I felt the love. I felt the great energy. And we had a great time down there. And, you know, whenever the next event, I encourage people to come because you want to be around people that's going to uplift you. That's why you have people who go to church. You have people who go to these social events because they want to be around that certain vibe, that certain energy that's going to bring you closer. So I had a great time there. Yes. I'm glad you did. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Was there any particular moment? That uh, that stood out to you? Anything in part- any particular moments? Anything that happened that you were like, oh man, oh I, yeah, I enjoy any, anything in particular. I, I would say this. I, I would say this. Every person that that got up and said something, whether they was just talking about a testimony or reading uh, from their the most recent book, I would say just seeing people being able to be vulnerable and honest and putting uh, you know certain things out there in the atmosphere for people to take in. I feel like that was the highlight. For me, because I'm just sitting there soaking up game. I'm I'm seeing how you know the pros doing, and I'm understanding, and I'm you know just respectful of uh, what's going on around me, and they ain't really encouraging me. And not only that, for everybody in there to be you know uh, African American, and, and I want people to understand this is not nothing to create no divide. But for us, we see every other group just you know being able to create, build, and come together. But to be there in Charlotte, North Carolina, at the water boom. You know what I mean? And to see all of us come together, no egos, no arguments, nobody tripping out, that was the highlight for me. So when I, you know, once I got there and I drove back, I had a smile on my face just to know that our people can do this. If we really put together and we try, we can we can accomplish things. So that's, that's it brought me great joy. Yes, yes, I'm glad it did. Yes, we, we've got many more to come, many more events. And uh, the atmosphere is going to be just like that. Yeah, that's great to hear. Looking forward to it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, And, yeah, we're going to come up to Virginia, too. So we're going to be everywhere. Blacktopia is everywhere. Hey, I mean, there's definitely some nice places up here to come. So, you know, I'm pretty sure it's going to be great. Oh, yes. True indeed. All right, if you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link, you know what to do. Just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and then press 1. You know, I know a lot of y'all stream from all these different apps. All these, these apps got these weird names, Uvu and all this up, Ben Doozy. I don't know what they is, but, hey, some guy named Jay, uh, I'll be streaming the show on uh, the Wizzle app. What? I, well, hey, I'm glad you listened to it. So, uh, so yeah, I know a lot of these apps don't have the phone number, and that's cool. That number is 929-477-3872 if you're streaming from one of them apps that you got you know, <laughs> where you're streaming stuff from. Uh, so press 1. Uh, if you're streaming from your phone, all you got to do is just press 1, and we'll bring you on. So uh, chop it up with us. Let's have, let's have a good time. I know a lot of black tokens. And I, and I know some people are, are working right now, too, working, you know, second, third shift, and, you know, and, and, I mean, and they can't really, you know, in, in, engage like they want to. Thank you all for letting, me, letting us know that you're listening, you know, you know, people that can inbox and stuff like that. Thank you for the support. But, uh, but definitely let the, let the guests know, too, you know, call in and, and talk to them. Don't be afraid, you know. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I'm, Looking forward to anybody's questions or anything you want to say, so I'm definitely down. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Just press 1. 
Press 1 for all y'all streaming. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, um, oh, okay. We got somebody. Uh, I think I know who this is, but I'll let her tell it. Uh, caller in the 951-390. You're on the air. Who is this? <laughs> hey, Jay. <laughs> yes. How are you yes, guys it they is. Yes, yes. Hiya. Hey, what's up? Yeah, I didn't have a thing. Hey, I'm really enjoying this um, interview. And it's Elijah, right? That's correct, Elijah, correct? Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying this interview. I haven't had a chance. I don't I don't know if I missed, if you guys um, mentioned the name of your book yet, but um, um, my question is, and forgive me if I miss this part. What type of writing is it, or what is the book about, or or the name of the book, and things like that? So, so my fourth book, The Mind of Ivory, is just about my views on life, relationships, um, people I've come in contact with within the last year and just throughout my lifetime. You know, also incorporating politics into it as well, but just from a different standpoint. And I also have pieces in there for kids. I have a one of the last, second to last entries is dedicated to kids, you know. Um, and for myself, everything that I do, or at least I try to do, I always try to incorporate something for the kids because for me, sometimes they get left out or they get forced to be a part of something that their parents may not totally agree with. So for myself, I just try to create a balance and have something to where it's for all ages. But, you know, that that's pretty much what, what my book is about, something, you know, if any situation you're going through, if you need just something quick, fast, just some motivation, I have that in there, too. It's called Quick Lunch. So it's maybe just a couple of lines, a quick paragraph. And, you know, um, one of them, what JT was mentioning about, you know, when you feel out of touch, get closer to the things that make your soul feel vibrant. I actually came up with that quote when I was outside. I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm outside, I'm around nature, and I feel something. And I just decided to jot that down in my notes, and that became, you know, a quick lunch uh, inside the book, you know. So something you can just read on the go if you don't have time to read through the whole book. So, you know, that's that's pretty much what the book is about. Well, so it's, it's like a, a point to where I don't know if journaling is the right word for it, but you can you don't have to read, like, from cover to cover. You can just kind of open up a certain area and get, like, inspiration or encouragement. Am I understanding you correctly? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's that's perfectly correct. I wanted to create it to where, you know, it wasn't something where you had to read it just exactly from start to finish. You could read it from, you know, to the from the, the back forward, you know, and you're still able to get a, a clear message because I have different things in there. I have a passage about stylists. You know, I've, I've started going to, you know, different stylists and just appreciating the work and time they put into their craft and doing hair and, and, and things of that nature. So I have something dedicated to them in there something for teachers, parents. So if anywhere you open up in the book, you can find something that could apply to either your life or somebody close to you. Wow. Okay. And I heard you, you mentioned your, um, your grandmother and also were you raised by your grandmother or she was just a, a very um, high part in your life growing up? Yeah. So, so I wasn't raised by my grandmother. She, you know, she was uh, from New Jersey. And I, I was in Georgia, you know, my, my mother and, you know, other, you know, we were all in Georgia. But 
whenever she would come down visit or whenever we would visit her, she always was vibrant. She always was just talented, encouraging, could yeah. do so much. And that's something I feel like got passed down throughout the whole family and the loved ones around her, you know, that mm. that lived that was that lived around her as well. You know, they, they were able to pick up on her energy. So that's something I always remember yeah. about her that that just made an impact on my life. Yeah, that's great because like like to hear you speak and the way you articulate yourself, you seem especially as a man, not to put men down, but you know, you don't um find a lot of men who know how to express themselves and and as articulate as you are. And so I was just curious, is that like um was your father in your life or is it kind of the women in your life to help you develop this or um, is it just naturally in you? But you 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 express yourself well, and I I enjoy hearing you. Um, you know, and I totally understand you as a woman because <laughs> I know we had that you you mentioned about miscommunication. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I, I, I appreciate that. So so where it came from uh, when I was growing up, you know, I, I I still have both my parents in my life, but as I was growing up, I was always around. Elders. I was always around older people because, you know, my parents, you know, uh, of course, you know, my, you know, my father, he, he, he's a, you know, a little, little bit older than most fathers uh, that were born in, in, in my time frame. But at the same time, you know, my father's also, uh, you know, a reverend. He's been a reverend, you know, for over, you know, 50 years. And my mom, she was all, uh, she also is someone that is very into, you know, uh, just, just God and, and, and having, keeping faith and, and keeping the right energy. And because mm-hmm. of, of my parents and, and having um, other family members who believed in me and poured into me, it helped me out as well. So I, I, I was always taught structure, discipline, yes, ma'am, you know, no, ma'am, yes, yeah. or no, sir. And, and that's something I always keep. Now, you know, of course, you know, when I'm around friends and stuff like that, you know, I, I have my lingo, the way I, I talk or whatever like that. Right. For myself, I understand <laughs> where I come from. I understand the weight my name carries. And I understand who I represent. I don't just represent myself. I represent my, fam- my, my, my parents, my immediate family. I represent, you know, cousins, you know, friends, and, and different people who associate themselves with me. So when I'm on a, a platform and I'm able to speak to the masses, I want people to understand the mind of Bible, which is the reason why the fourth book was called that, because from the whatever you see me put out on, through social media, music-wise, you know, these are concepts and thoughts that come from me that might have, came from a, a conversation I had with somebody or just being out in nature and just kind of thinking to myself and I'm just sitting in my room with my thoughts and jotting things down and, and putting together something that, you know, with the billions of people on this earth, I hope that it's able to touch somebody. And that's what I pretty much dedicate my life to. Yeah, you know, you, you hit on something there when you said that's that's what I believe is missing um, for the most part nowadays that um, the millenniums and um, generation, what is it, Z or whatever, is like the elders because it seems as though um, as parents are becoming younger and younger, grandparents are becoming younger and younger, we don't have like that representation of like big mama, you know, um, don't have that example. Like when I was growing up and you respect, you were taught to respect your elders and you listen to them, even if they're getting on your nerves, it doesn't matter because they have so much to teach you and so much you can learn from their wisdom. And when they were growing up, so that is something when you mentioned in that I can totally see that you were around um, and respected your elders and your grandmother, how you mentioned her as well. 
And um, I know with, with grandmothers now, they don't call me, you know, grandmama, I'm too young, you know, and all this stuff. And back in the day, she had that house coat on, those slippers, and a belt in her thigh waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, I, and I feel like I feel like with this generation now, and like you saying, it's younger parents, they're too busy. I feel like they're, you have some or, or a significant amount that they're re- they'd rather yeah. be the kid's friend than actually be their parents. You know, it, you have to have balance. You don't have to just be somebody that, you know, puts fear in them 24-7, but it has to be structured. It has to be disciplined. But in this climate we live in, it's, you do what you want to do. If somebody corrects you, they're the issue, not you. So yeah. that's what's really tarnishing uh, a lot of respect nowadays. So, you know, and kids feel like they have the power, too. Kids, you know, back in the day, if kids say something, hmm. you know, like you said, big, big mom, like, hold on now, you don't, you, I know you ain't talking to your mama like that. So nowadays, kids right. feel like, okay, well, if if my mom says something, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna either call somebody up or whatever, whatever. Now the parents they're afraid of their kids. You came out of your mom, right. but now you threaten your mom, and it's just it's it's crazy, you know. It, it really, is. I crazy. just don't understand it. It is. Yeah. Okay, Jay. I'm sorry. You know, you know, I'm a talker. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Take over oh, your yeah, show. It's all good. <laughs> I yeah, will, yeah, I really will just I like that young man. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, true indeed. Uh, yeah, just Kai, if you have any other questions, you're welcome to speak. I, I know it seems like people are shy tonight. They're streaming, but they, you know, I guess they're shy. <laughs> you know, that's not my issue. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I also yeah. want to say this for anybody that's listening that's not able to chime in every day at work or home or just they just kind of just want to just soak everything up everybody's saying. I just want to let people know this. No matter where you're at in life right now, what you're doing, just understand this is not, you know, your final hurrah. You know, there's still more out there for you to accomplish. The family and friends that you feel like you're missing, just understand, do what's, do what's best for you. Do what makes you happy because a lot of times, you know, in, in today's society, people feel like if they don't, Comment, you know, if they if they don't go along with what somebody's you know saying or, or doing or follow the trend, then they're gonna be left out. You know, and nobody's gonna want to you know have anything to do with them. But be your own person. There's nothing wrong with being an original in a world full of carbon copies. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate who you are. Love yourself first. If you get into these relationships and and you trying to you have love and and, and you have self confidence now that you're dating somebody, and then when you stop with that person now, you don't know who you are. Understand who you are first. Love yourself first and make the most of any opportunity you get. I just want to say that to everybody. Yeah, that is so oh, yeah. true. That I mean, if nothing else, we can, like, you know, they need to take that to heart because once you love yourself, no one can just treat you any type of way. You know yourself worth, and you're not trying to just go along to get along, you know, and you're speaking up for yourself and learning your true abilities and what you bring to the conversation are to the world or whatever it might be. So that's amazing. That's so true. Oh, yes. Well, Jessica, uh, before we uh, wrap up, you know, you got a podcast. You're welcome to, to, you know, plug your podcast. Yeah, great. Thank you. Um, actually, I stopped recording the episode I was involved in just to listen to this wonderful um, 
meet and greet that I'm I'm absolutely glad that I I did uh, stop and listen to. So anyway, so it is just Kaya J U S S K Y I A. My Real Life Podcast is everywhere where you can stream um, podcasts out and. On all social media, it is just Kaya, J-U-S-S-K-Y-I-A. And, um, yeah, I look forward to you, um, Eliza, you know, checking my podcast out. I appreciate that. Oh, no problem at all. I'm looking forward to it. I already requested yeah. you as a friend, so. <laughs> okay, I'll make sure to respond to it. Okay, perfect. Thanks so much. Oh, yeah. No problem. Definitely. Well, uh, Elijah, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up? Yeah, I, I, I want to, you know, just say that, uh, you know, I have the Mind of Bible podcast on all streaming platforms. Also, Southern Frame of Mind podcast is also on all streaming platforms. That's also with co-host Kevin Moffitt. So if you see any of the flyers we put out, we actually have a show coming out tomorrow, uh, probably around noon time. But that's, again, the Southern Frame of Mind podcast. I just want to, you know, give a, a major thank you to Blacktopia, everybody in Blacktopia. I just want to appreciate, you know, everybody who shares, who, can, you know, congratulates the next person who, you know, just uh, promotes themselves. It, it means a lot to see us come together, even though it's digitally and it's, you know, not in person right now. You know, going to these events, it makes a huge difference. I want to take, I thank some guy named Jay. I want to appreciate you for just all the encouragement. I also want to say to JP, just, just thank you for being who you are. I appreciate, you know, the, the book you blessed me with, and, and I'm glad that you were able to read my book as well. I thank you for all the questions. Uh, but before my, my last couple of words or, or paragraph words, I guess, I want to give people this song I did early in the year. It's called Wrong or Right. So if I could get that to y'all a cappella, uh, just, you know, I, I definitely wouldn't mind doing that. If that's okay with you, Jay. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is so this is called Wrong or Right. It's on my YouTube channel as well, Wrong or Right. Wrong or Right. We live in this life and not picture perfect right. But what's your choice to give up or will you still fight for whatever you believe is justified? The world is full of pollution from the air and the mind, cause and effect of bad decisions over time. My community wants to test but can't agree on approach. Hard to find common ground. In the world cut throat Unity is not planted Unity is not slandered as so he turns into panda Which creates more hate Not having a seat at the table Don't sound so great When you don't have solutions When you leave from your plate Your plate Whether wrong or right We live in this life Not picture perfect right But what's your choice to give up Or will you still fight For whatever you believe is justified That's a little bit of wrong or right Oh yes Dropping that on us. We're going to throw some claps on it. Yeah, Appreciate clap. that. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, well def- go ahead. No, I was just saying, again, I just want to say thank you all again for having me on. Definitely, and thank you for being here. All right. That's uh that's pretty much it. Thank you for being here, Elijah. Thank you all for listening. Good night. Good night, peace. Peace.